0: dad, it's either FTCR or Radio Disney.
1: Hello buddy, I am FTA and welcome back to uh, another Skype Sanctuary. I'm joined by the uh, other big film buff on FTCR, Mr. Games Enlisted. Yes, and uh, we are here to, uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a review, but we are here to talk about the uh, recently revealed and uploaded The Cloverfield Paradox. Um, I guess this is somewhat of a sequel to the commentary we did. Um, this I, I know that uh, since we did that, I think you and I have spoken a few times about the uh, movie this used to be. I believe it was called The God Particle. Yeah. Um We've been talking about you know wanting to see it because the premise sounded great, and then uh JJ, you know, I'm sure if it's if, – one of these Clawford movies, the you know you gotta you gotta somewhat praise the marketing slash reveal, um, you know, because I'm sure everyone's everyone's seen the memes. Of for the original Cloverfield, you know, all the uh, trailers and everything, were all the marketing was in secrecy. You never really knew what it was about. You would hear rumours that it's a, you know it's a giant monster movie, but until the, the movie came out proper, no one really knew all of the uh, trailers. And everything were extremely cryptic. Uh, J J Abrams would would do a similar type of marketing for his uh, movie Super 8, but uh, wasn't nearly as effective. And then you had Ten Cloverfield Lane, which was essentially filmed in secret; no one knew anything about it. And then it was it revealed of like this is being released into in theaters in four months. Here's the trailer. And then you get the Cloverfield paradox, where there's a trailer where it says this is going online in four hours. Fuck you. <laughs> which was, which was, I'll give them. You know, uh, when I first heard about that, I was like, holy shit, that sounds great. Although, when you when you hear some of the behind the scenes, um, there's a there's a less there's a less altruistic uh, reason why that might have happened, but I think we'll we'll get into that after we talk about the film itself. So, uh, Stefan, right off the bat, what are your thoughts on Cloverfield Paradox?
0: The Cloverfield Paradox. It's it's an interesting film, to say the least. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry,
1: cut You know, what I just realized the term Cloverfield Paradox could could also just just refer to this franchise in general. With, with
0: I, I was literally, <laughs> I, I was literally about to say something like that, but I'll I'll get into that a bit later because I've got something that I got something like quote both a theory and just kind of a like revelation about the movie that has to do with that, but I'll get into it later. Hmm. But essentially, what I think is, well, overall, I'd say it is the weakest of the three Cloverfield movies because I think the the first Cloverfield I really like, be I like what it's doing. I think it has. Like it's a it's an original idea, and they do that idea fairly well. And then Ten Cloverfield Lane, I think, is just like a, a fantastic film. Like yep. rewatching again, I'm like, oh man, this movie's so good. Even even despite the ending, I've come around and be like, uh, okay, it's not that bad.
1: Uh, you know, I I've always Ten Cloverfield Lane to me, it's like a perfect film except for the last ten minutes. I would, I would, I've only watched. Clover Paradox. Once, I would probably rank it in the middle, just because. Um, again, I appreciate the original Chloe food more than I like it. Um, there's a lot of cheap things in the first one, which, for more info on that, go listen to our commentary. Plug, plug, plug. But um, yeah, you know, I didn't. Really, I didn't. I didn't hate this movie. Like, I, I thought it was pretty decent, aside from from a few things. But
0: um, this got like critically destroyed. And I can kind of understand why, because I feel like hmm. the film itself, like the, the actor, like all the actors I think are really good. Like they may have like fairly weak or even non-existent characters, but I can tell like, yeah. <laughs> the, the actors are really trying. And this is a great cast. Like you got, yeah, you got David O-L-O, David O-O-E-L-O-O, uh Daniel Brule, <laughs> uh, Zhang. Uh, Gugu Mbathura, a lot of names you can't pronounce, and then <laughs> Skylar and Johnny.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the first thing that popped out to me, which I think, I, this happened in another movie, but for the life of me I can't remember what it's called, but um, in the credits you just see Star and then this John Ortiz pops up. I'm like holy shit! Some call me Johnny's in this movie. I think it was. And I think it
0: might have been Kong Skull Island because that's who. That's that's, that's what it was. Yes, it. yes,
1: it was Kong Skull Island. And then of course I forget the guy's name, but Chris O'Dowd. Uh, act, Chris O'Dowd, who looks exactly like Skylar, which I first realized that when I first saw um, Thor Two. I saw that with as I saw that with with Bikonos fan, and we're watching it in the cinema, and um, he's watching. It, and Chris Chris is going like, "This guy looks familiar, like, but like, who is he?" And I just lean over and just go it's Skyler. he goes holy fucking shit
0: <laughs> the, yeah it's like the cast is really good uh especially the lead uh Rod. like she she's like great in this like she's like she mm. is the one that's kind of like holding this movie on its back i also think i'm a big fan of uh, uh other dimensional sort of like cross-dimensional stories of characters traveling to another universe and dealing with the effects of going into that like parallel dimensions and stuff like that. So I kinda like the idea of like I- I'm always a fan of that. So seeing that played out in this, I think it's really cool idea. I think it's really cool. Uh, the effects I think are really good. Like the the ship uh, the inside of the ship looks pretty decent and the outside of the ship I think looks really good. Uh, the...
1: production yeah the, the production design of the ship looks great. The, the ship which is called the Cloverfield.
0: Mm-hmm. The, uh, the music by Bear McCreary is excellent mm-hmm. and uh, and there are a li- there are like a little things here and there like there are a lot of like really like interesting moments uh, like like all, all the the quote the kills essentially like they, are, they have a lot of like really cool and inventive kills. But what I will say is the biggest film's biggest problem is that the story is kind of all over the place. And that does have to do with two reasons. It's the fact that the story itself is just kind of a... Like, I've seen a lot of reviews say it's kind of a B version of every single space movie you can think of. Like, Event Horizon <laughs> and Life uh, and a like, uh, little bit of Interstellar. And you just got to have, like... It's a, a whole bunch of things combined. And while they do do some interesting things, it's just kind of a, yeah, we've kind of seen this before... And then also is the fact that it's trying to be a Cloverfield movie at the same time when it clearly wasn't originally. And even more so than 10 Cloverfield Lane, which on its own, you can still – even with the references, you can still kind of watch it on its own and be like, okay, I can – it's still a standalone thing. This one kind of weaves and weaves all over the place. Like like it's, it's very obvious when you be like, oh, that was added in later or that was added in because of this. And it's like – I wouldn't say it's really distracting, but it's kind of like when you look back on it it's like yeah. Although I don't honestly I don't know if taking those out would have made this movie any better or worse. It's just kind of a That's why I say it's interesting. It's something worth pointing out and something worth thinking about.
1: I I would actually say it it is it's incredibly um distracting mainly because and this is I think this is... The difference between uh, you and me, Stefan, going into this is because I saw the Super Bowl trailer, and you did not. Yeah. The Super Bowl trailer directly ties this movie to the original. It's like, you know, like, ten years ago, this happened. Find out why. So I went into this movie expecting, oh, they're going to explain, you know, what happened with, with the monster and, and all, the, all this shit. And uh, no, it doesn't. We should say right off the bat, in case it wasn't... Clear. This is going to be a completely spoilerific. Uh, talk about Clover Products, which is streaming now on Netflix, so you can go watch that at your convenience. Um, you know what's weird about how you said you know you could take out all the. Uh, I honestly think if you did take out all of the little scenes, because it's pretty much just the main character's husband subplot, which doesn't really go anywhere. It does. It does have a nice moment at the very end, which was is kind of a kind of. Uh, it has to be an intentional, like kind of reference to um, invasion of, of the body snatchers. Halloween three had a very similar uh, kind of uh, ending in that regard, but um, if you revealed all of that, with the husband subplot, I think it would make the movie stronger. Because in in my mind, we'll just say this right off the bat again: spoiler alerts. Uh, the Cloverfield monster, well, a, it, it it most likely isn't the original, but that same design appears in this movie. Um, te- technically twice. Um, and so I spent the entire, spent the entire movie just thinking about how this this is going to tie in. Because as we said, anyone who knows about the backstory of Cloverfield, um, they they say the reason why the monster wakes up is there's a shot at the end of the movie where it flashes back to footage of the two main characters on Coney Island. And again, I have never been able to see it. Never been able to see it. But like, but you you, see...
0: you did see it in the commentary. I did. Yeah, I remember specifically. You were like, "Oh my god, there it is!"
1: Well, it took me like ten years to see the fucking thing. But um, there was a small splash, which is supposed to be some kind of like a space something crashes into the ocean, which apparently uh, hits the monster and wakes it up. The the kind see technically when the Super Bowl trader says. Um, you know, just figure out what happens. There is one terrible line of dialogue. There is one terrible moment in the movie, which which technically would explain the crazy shit in the original Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield Lane. When there's when there's a guy on a TV screen, um, who I think is I think it's the the guy who plays Harvey Bullock.
0: Yep, it's Donald Log. Donald Logue. Yeah,
1: big big fan, big fan of of, of that actor. He basically says um the which which um the mission that the spaceship Cloverfield is on, which we'll get into in a moment, is dangerous and could open up uh, basically play Pacific Rim and open up, you know, dimensions which would let in monsters and demons into our world and he says in both the present, past and future, which you could use as a as a means to say that, you know, even though this film takes place in like 2028. Yeah, the fact that the fact that it, it's happening retroactively awakens the the monster in the original Cloverfield and the alien crap in Ten Cloverfield Lane, which I think, if that's truly what they, that that's truly meant to be the the reason, that's a really shitty explanation.
0: Yeah, that is everything it's that
1: incredibly underwhelming
0: everything that i've looked up it's like everything that i've looked into it rewatching it checking out all the hints all those like videos of like oh here are all the like secret hints that you may have missed and it's like yeah that's basically what the explanation is that every cloverfield movie takes place in a different universe and by by the by the the cloverfield ship activating the the god particle they essentially rip holes, fab- rip holes in the fabric of space and time, re- releasing the Cloverfield monster in the original Cloverfield, the aliens in Ten Cloverfield Lane, the gigantic Cloverfield monster in Paradox. And... Monsters,
1: because they 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 make reference to as more than one.
0: Oh, I didn't re- yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then. Whatever is going to happen in Overlord, which comes at which is supposed to come out at the end of this year, which takes place in the nineteen forties.
1: Which you know what I after I mean again I I liked um, Paradox like when I was watching it, but it's been cause, well, I I must have finished it on on Monday, so three days ago, and I barely remember a thing from this movie. Hmm. Um, it hasn't stuck with me all, all that well. But um, Stefan, why don't you? Because I think you have a better better memory of what happened. Why not you explain the the basic plot outline? So Paradox. the plot
0: is is that it's like it's twenty twenty six. So I think it starts about twenty twenty six. The world is basically kind of fucked with like a bunch of wars and like nuclear shit going on, and there there's a power crisis. There's like an energy crisis in the world. So a bunch of like a global set of scientists and astronauts go up into space on a spaceship called the Cloverfield. Where they're planning to create a, a particle accelerator beam so that the planet can have an infinite amount of energy. They end up up there, they're, they're up there for about two years where they're finally able to get to the work. But once they set it up, the whole ship goes kabooey and then they look out and the Earth is gone. What's going on? They, they start looking around where they find that suddenly there's a woman inside, like in the walls of the spaceship. So they they take her out, and suddenly like weird, suddenly weird stuff starts happening. Like the their worms suddenly end up inside of one of the guy, one of the uh, the astronauts there. Uh, uh, Chris O'Dowd's hand gets cut off and starts moving around by itself. And then they start they realize that the particle accelerator transported them to. A parallel dimension and the that cloverfield ship basically fused with that dim- that dimensions cloverfield ship so the woman the woman on the ship you find out the women the woman who was in the wall on the ship was the person who took over gugum bathu place because in that dimension in that dimension she didn't have a reason to go up there because she still had her kids because of something that happened in her past. She did, she had an accident that basically resulted in her two kids dying. So a big, uh, what do you call it? A big kind of subplot is that with that is her wanting to go, wanting to go down to the parallel earth so she can see her kids again. And the whole thing of, Oh, should she, or should she not? But then basically because, because the Cloverfield is there when it's not supposed to, shit keeps happening to them. So the team gets keeps getting killed off one by one. Eventually, they're able to get it to work, but the other, uh, the other, the person from that dimension wants to keep the Cloverfield there so she can use it to power their Earth because their Earth is basically fucked. They end up in a fight. they end up in like a really long fight scene or whatever. She ends up getting killed, and the la- the remaining two people end up back on Earth. They, they use it to end they use it, the particle accelerator beam to get themselves back to Earth. They travel uh, back down to they travel back down to Earth because their the life's uh, what is it the life supply uh, the air system is pretty much gone on the spaceship, so they're going down there only to find out that. Because of because of using the particle accelerator beam, uh, Cloverfield monsters have started rampaging around the Earth, and this is yeah. and this is shown through a subplot where which the film cuts back to occasionally where her husband is taking care of this kid who is played by shit you not a girl named Clover Lee.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's
0: intentional. or I think it's Clover Knee. But it's, like, still, it's, like, he's taking care of her. They go inside a bunker because hat reference. And they're, like, hiding out from the monsters. And he gets the ending where they're coming back. And the husband is screaming, no, don't come back. Don't come back. Don't don't tell her to come back. And then giant monster.
1: Yeah, um, which I think I said, I think the subplot is... Because without the without the oh my god it's the Cloverfield monster's back thing in the last five seconds that subplot is meaningless.
0: Yeah, so yeah, it nothing really, doesn't really doesn't happens. does really
1: add anything. Um, which there is there was a moment earlier before he meets the, the little girl where you kind you basically see the Cloverfield monster in silhouette, mm-hmm. and it was like oh, okay. and it's it's weird because it's the one you see in silhouette is about size approximate. To the one from the original, because I remember I I watched the movie in two chunks because it it dropped at like eleven p.m. Sunday, and so I watched like an hour of it before I had to go to beddy buys because I had to be up early for work. Hmm. And at the point I got to, like, was the moment where uh, you there was just the one standard size Clover monster And I remember you and I had talked, Stefan, thinking that I, I think we had talked about we thought. Uh, Cloverfield paradox would end up being some kind of like prequel. Maybe they travel back in time, and like the ship crashing is what wakes up the original, which I thought would have been a neat twist. It would have, um, it wouldn't fit a hundred percent because there's nothing in the original Cloverfield that mentions energy crisis. And if if there was such a problem, there's no reason or no way the the main character will be about to fly to Japan to start a new job. Because he doesn't mm-hmm. exactly seem like a scientist who could help out with that kind of shit. So I mean, like it wouldn't have fit perfectly, but I would have preferred that kind of twist versus what we got. Um, I, I will say the older stuff on. I I, I like a lot of the stuff on 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 the spaceship. I think the moment after they uh, activate the god particle, which I wish it was what it was. Is, is it still called that in the movie?
0: They don't call it a god particle. They just call it the particle accelerator beam.
1: I wish it was cool because God Particle is a much better name than Cloverfield Paradox is kind of a stupid name because it doesn't
0: uh, really... Well, the God Particle is like an actual term. Like, I forget Hmm. the exact, like, scientific definition, but God Particle is like an actual term of, like, specific. And what happens in the movie isn't exactly a God Particle, so I guess that's why they changed the title. Because they're like, they ended up changing it enough that they're like, it isn't really a God Particle.
1: Also, they had to shoehorn in Cloverfield. In the title somewhere, True. otherwise you, you gotta get that brand synergy, my friend. But you know, I think the the bit after they use it and they kind of jump to the alternate dimension, uh, the scene where the um, the woman's in the wall, I think is the is the most effective scene in the movie, because you know you just get all this kind of like random like screaming from everyone's like, "What the fuck's going on?" They they contemplate whether whether they should remove part of the wall to see what's behind there, and then when you just it reminded you just see this woman kind of like. With uh, like fucking tubes and shit going through her body, because obviously when when the uh, ships merged, you know, as, as Stefan said, she's stuck in. Well, it reminded me a lot of *Not My Elm Street* Part Five, *The Dream Child*, when Freddy Krueger possesses a motorcycle hmm. and and kind of um, merges it with one of his victims. It's kind of it reminded me of that, and on some level. I, but I mean I think the as you said earlier, one of the reasons why this movie falls flat the most is just characters, even though a lot I, I liked a lot of the acting there's really nothing on the page. It's just like there's there's crazy uh semi racist slash prejudiced man who is first to go, and no one cares he's dead because he's just a big prick yep. so we'll see him do this was
0: he was he the he was the Russian because Daniel is the German.
1: Yes. um yeah, bad, yeah bad, bad guy from Civil War um <laughs> so and so when he's when he dies he's like well who cares he was a big prick and then you have you have skyler who's just you know funny man um there's there's the captain who's just like you know the noble captain who wouldn't feel entirely out of place on a Star Trek show mm-hmm. uh there's there's the the Asian woman who's Smart and that's pretty much only. And she has a thing
0: for like her and Daniel Bruhl have like a, a relationship.
1: Kind of. I mean, it, it's it's very subtle. It's slightly hinted that that they're feelings for each other, but like nothing's ever stated. But like, yeah, I mean, like they're Again, all the acting, all the acting is is fine because with with lesser actors, this movie would be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So yeah. these, the, all these actors, I mean, I can't really think of of. Like, someone who I would point out, like, the only person who I might be like, eh, is, is you know, kind of prejudiced Russian, it plays it a bit too, like, it, it's it's almost like a cartoon character with him, because he's so over the top, like, fucking, I fucking hate you, because you're German, <laughs> you know, like well, he's he, he's like the only possible weak link, but even then, I still he he did a fairly decent job of it.
0: Yeah, and there's like the whole like the whole thing of like oh somebody's a spy. It's like oh you're spying on them or whatever, and it's that that doesn't end up going anywhere.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of things where like ideas are kind of brought up but then it's completely abandoned. Um, like that notion I, again. I wish I really wish they would have done more with they were in an alternate world. Yeah. Because nothing really comes of it. I mean, like, again, that leads to a small bit where it turns out... So when they're on... We'll just call it when they're on Earth A, they, where they start off, you know, the Russian thinks that the German is a, is a spy and that's why because, they, as Stefan said, they've been on the spaceship for, for two years for what was supposed to be a six-month mission. To And so because they've been going on for so long, the Russian is like, you know, in the news they say that Germany's close to invading my country but you're fucking us over here just to make that happen. And then he's like, no, I'm not, blah, 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 blah. And then when they kind of uh, jump over to Earth B, that becomes true. Like, I guess in in that universe, that character was doing that.
0: Yeah, because they they say in that universe, the ship did crash land. Like, they they found, like, the ship that, like, crash landed.
1: Yeah. So, um,
0: and, yeah, but other than that, and then the revelation that the main girl, like, that she's still on Earth, those are really the only two things that we kind of hear that are different like, and then there's also, like, the the only other big thing is that, uh, that she, in the end, she ends up sending, like, a video message to her other self, which, which that also, I know that was, like, the second trailer that they released, where it's just that, that video message that she sends oh, at yeah, the end yeah. of the movie. Which it's like, it's weird seeing, I mean, it's kind of interesting because, like, oh, the trailer, you see, you see from the angle that's being shot at in the movie, you see her shooting it, but you don't, you don't actually see where that, what that ends up coming for
1: we it 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 is weird that you know because it's i mean that watching that trailer you think what is that but like in context of the movie that is the most important moment in the movie but of course seeing it without the context of what's come before it kind of means nothing to the trailer which is which is you know I, I'll give them credit for that it's a, that tra- I, I think really if they had it of of marketed it as holy shit you're going to fucking find out what happened in the first clawfoot monster movie motherfuckers ah, then i think i would I would be slightly more kind to it um again as as Stefan said, I can kind of understand why some people are hating it because again it's it, you know it's it it's it's got some script issues but um one one thing I'll say um uh you know uh, which <laughs> it's funny because when we were watching it I think both you and I just imagined that they took the script for God particle. And then just like shoved in, like okay, we'll put a fucking Cloverford monster here. We'll you know tie it into the first movie in this scene type of thing. But there was a—that's literally um, what happened. Uh, technically, actually, it's not what happened. Um, apparently, uh, so there was one of my one of my favorite Twitter accounts is uh, film clickbait, But they they'll just retweet like clickbait titles and be like you know explain what the clickbait is. And there was one where the director of Doctor Strange. I forget his name off the top of my head. Oh yeah, and... no,
0: I remember yeah, I think yeah, well him and then also the the co-writer uh C Robert Cargill also mentioned Cargill. it. Cargill. It's funny
1: because the the clickbait title says that um Director of Doctor Strange once considered working on Clover Paradox. To which the director was like, No, I fucking didn't. What this is fucking I haven't I never even heard of this movie. Get fucked. And then the writer, um, Cargill was like, Actually, we did years ago when it was known as God Particle. And then the, the director was like, Holy shit, God Particle became a Clover became Food uh, movie. And I think his, his exact quote was, What fuckery is this? <laughs> And then cargo actually actually tweeted that um he read the original script, and he said, people who think um you know it was you know just at the last second shit was added to make it a Clover food movie are wrong apparently it was rewritten from the ground up to add those things in um so like it wasn't it wasn't just like they took one script and added it in like What's two it? scenes apparently it what i mean i mean yes ultimately ultimately things were added, but um I, I think more work went into it. Rather, because I think you and me were just literally like they just took one script and just added in two little scenes here and there. But apparently that the whole thing was reworked to keep the majority of God Particle, but just I guess make the Cloverfieldness make more sense. And in retrospect, I wish they had it. Because again, I think this movie—I I get why for marketing reasons why you want to slap Cloverfield on the title, but I think the movie as a whole, same with Take Cloverfield Lane, I think the movies as as a whole would be stronger. If they weren't tied to this to this universe, which which I think my 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 biggest problem again with this with them using the Cloverfield monster was I I was I was really off to think Cloverfield Lane when they when you were told me that you know they are taking another movie about the god particle and you had explain- explained the basic premise of it. I I the idea of Cloverfield becoming what Halloween tried to become, basically just you know kind of a uh, yearly anthology series um, because, you know Halloween after Halloween 3 it's an entirely different uh, you know story you know the original Halloween movie is a movie within the context of Halloween 3 but then when Halloween 3 bombs they're like eh, fuck it let's just bring Michael Myers back and I kind of think I kind of feel that's what they did with this they were kind of like oh no our plan isn't working fuck it bring the monster back bring the monster back and I'm like I kind of wish they didn't I kind of wish they would either I really don't care for the pointless alien battle at the end of 10 Clover lane but at least it, it's it's something new while watching 10 Clover lane I was entirely expecting when when she gets out the bunker the monster was going to be there and and parts of me is you know I think most of me is happy it it was something new I just wish what we got was was better <laughs> than uh <laughs> that scene in the movie?
0: Well, like, I think, well, the revelation of the aliens, and what happens after the fight, where, like, the where she does, like, the whole fork in the road thing, I think that's, like, those are, like, really good scenes. It's just the whole throwing the Molotov cocktail up into it's the vagina so ship, and blowing dumb. up, like, yeah, it's that's dumb. so
1: fucking dumb! I would, I, I know you, I, I would love it if just, she gets out, sees his aliens, when it goes to her face, she's like, oh, great, cut the Chris. I know, I know, I know you like the, uh, she, she, you know, change the direction to go and help fights um, you know if if, if if there was a way to get that um, without the stupid fight I'd, I'd be fine with that but like I would my, my kind of uh, total grace fan edit of Tinkle Lane would literally just be cut out the 10 minutes after she says oh great mm-hmm. and then that movie is literal perfection that movie is fucking amazing
0: also I need to kind of like go back on when when you said that they did change it uh, yesterday, at the time of this recording yesterday, J.J. J. Abrams and the director, uh, Julius O'Neill, they had this like Facebook Live Q&A. Oh, yeah, and, I
1: saw that. And I wanted to, I I found to the, read what they said.
0: I found the quote where j b Abrams literally said, while we were shooting, we were still making adjustments. Uh, this went through many different iteration, iterations as it went along. He added the, all the Earth scenes after they had already finished completing uh, God Particle. And after... Te- and after test viewers insisted on knowing what happened what happened on the planet during the story. So it really oh, was. so it was it enough. I I I assume it was something long enough. Yeah, the original God Particle script was rewritten, but all the actual Cloverfield references were added in after the fact still. So like because you never you never hear any of the actual characters call the ship the Cloverfield. It's only ever in voice and on that uh interview that uh the guy's talking about the cloverfield part paradox and you get like those close up shots of like the 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 slusho uh uh what you, the slusho <laughs> thing uh yeah. the the kelvin uh what do you call it the the kelvin a gas station uh, the girl who's watching that uh, that other bad robot like reference show—it's like all these little references—and yeah, and everything on Earth, you can tell like those are all clearly added in after the fact.
1: Which is like those are the worst parts of the movie. So sometimes test audiences all- don't don't add much to your
0: movie. Uh, although, even though it's it's been ten years, see, seeing seeing Clovey again, I shit I shit my pants again. Uh, that 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 thing never fails to scare me.
1: Well, last same. I was watching it in uh, my basement, and like my son was asleep, but I was like, "That's fine, I'll watch this." And when he pops up, and because all he does is like, you just see. And this is probably what I, I think you're not having a conversation about this. I bet I thought he was added at, at the last minute because you don't even see the full monster; you just see like his head and his shoulders.
0: Yeah, the, but also at the same time, I think that's also effective because it's like, "Holy shit, that's a giant!"
1: Cause this, cause basically, like it, it comes up through the clouds, which would probably make this this Cloverford monster the biggest movie monster ever. <laughs>
0: bigger than uh, twenty fourteen Godzilla. Well,
1: oh, but yeah, well, uh, if it go going by Godzilla's, then Shingojira would be bigger than him. Although I guess the oh, the right. recent the, the recent anime Godzilla is the, is bigger. Then, then but that's Uber.
0: an anime; they can get away with, they can get away with going <laughs> Uber giant.
1: Yeah, but like it's 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 fucking crazy how big that that thing is. Um, but it's it's just I all the Cloverfield stuff. I just feel it, it. It's I would have preferred, and I like, I get they they wouldn't have done this because America's for the same reason why in the original Cloverfield they added in the monster again at at like the last second, which. As I as we discussed, I hate that addition. I don't think it was needed. I, I would have preferred it if, if like once the ship goes through the clouds you just hear roaring. And like we don't see the monster. I know you can't you can't do that. It's I'm sure some people would say it was a of a cock tease. But I I I would have I would have actually preferred to not see it again.
0: Uh, I I think it I think it was fine. Like if, if you're going to tease something, like I feel like at that point like it, it... I feel like we we there's been so many movies where you're teasing like when you tease too much that it's kind of like you're you kind of like I think like the way Ten Cloverfield Lane worked because you don't actually you don't see what the actual aliens look like you just see those small dogs and the ship so I feel like that that's kind of like a T – that's kind of like a good enough tease. I feel, but if if you just are hearing the the Cloverfield roar and you see the silhouette and you never see it, you're kind of like, oh come on! It's like if you're going to keep if you're going to ram all these Cloverfield references into air, you're like you might and you're like you might as well show it, like even if it's for a few seconds. And I'm like,
1: I get that, you know, you know, I, I do I do understand that point of view. My thing is that like it's that's not the story. Like the story is everything on the spaceship. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's why I mean if if the if the chloe food monsters were a more active part like like if because aside from because again if if you cut out like a few lines of dialogue and and the bit with the silhouettes if you remove something like thirty seconds from this movie the monster is a big like what the f- what what the what the fuck yeah. you know like it it' it's such a non element to this movie that and again the fact that it the fact that the marketing on some level was was really tied into the original, and the fact that I I find the revelation incredibly underwhelming, I would have I would have liked this movie more if it was just completely removed in general. I mean, if if you want to keep keep it in, in the Cloverfield universe, that you know that, that that's fine. I get it, you know, because it would brand brand recognition would help you people watch it more, I would have preferred either like an entirely new monster or like a different threat, rather than just it's the Cloverfield monster again because, fuck you, that's why.
0: I'm I'm interested, I want to, I'm interested to see what the original God Particle like ending was, because I know the original ending of uh, The Cellar which is what 10 Cloverfield Lane became was mm-hmm. that she just goes outside and there it's, it's a nuclear, like there wasn't any aliens, it's just a nuclear like uh like what do you what what's word? like nuclear holocaust just everything's destroyed and whatever and so i'm just kind of like i think in comparison i think aliens is a better ending than just oh it was a nuclear holocaust and uh yeah so i'm interested i really want to know what that original ending of god particle would have been because like you say there's no there's not there wouldn't be anything on the wouldn't be anything uh, on earth and so it'd be like, oh, would that movie end with just them going on Earth and nothing happening, or like, because I, I feel like with a movie like that, which for like, I assume like the whole them getting killed by the ship would still be in the original movie. So I'm like, what would the ending have been if it's not like? Because I feel like I if, could... just, if they just go to Earth and nothing happened, like there's no consequences. I feel like there like something would have happened.
1: I would, I would, I could see maybe something like a Planet of the Apes, like that they get down and there's like one shot of this like something's different, you
0: know, like oh like even, yeah, they're you know, on a are, they are on a different earth, yeah. Yeah, sense.
1: but like I I could go back to Ten Lane. Um, I knew I knew it was 80, because there's 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 like John Goodman, uh, says like you know Men from Mars twice, and after he like referenced aliens, the second time I was like it's gonna be fucking eighty at the end of this movie. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be aliens because they, they, I I would I I could almost guarantee they went back they went back and added those extra like it's aliens dialogue to kind of make the ending not completely come out of nowhere. But again, anything is better than just let shoe Honey and Clovery because I think it it kind of kind of makes him as as an American monster. It makes him to me less special if you don't give him a a. Actually, I forget is 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 it a, is it a, is it a, is it a female monster?
0: Uh, well the the original mo- the original one was a baby. Mm-hmm. Like we don't gotcha. know that its gender, but yeah, the original the one in the first one is just a baby.
1: Yeah, they just woke up and it's scared. There's no idea what the fucks going on.
0: <laughs> which, but it, it's interesting that because one of the big things about all three Cloverfield movies is their ARGs, which is the augmented reality the augmented reality games. Mm-hmm. Which that though that's that big like the original movie had that big like the <coughs> online marketing that was like that that essentially told if you put it all together it told this like big Cloverfield prequel essentially and it's actually if you look it up it's really fascinating like as a story so because yeah, wasn't
1: it wasn't it a prequel manga as well which which has like a a different Cloverfield monster attack in Tokyo or something it
0: wasn't a prequel it was just another story. Oh, okay. So, but what's interesting is that because people always say that oh, it's the that satellite that crashed into the thing because in the movie that that's what woke up Cloverfield, but the ARG specifically says like that has nothing to do with it. That actually crashes well after Cloverfield's been awakened. And it's uh, what basically what it tell what the story is is that uh, there's this uh, there's this company called Tagarato, and Tagarato discovers. The Cloverfield monster underneath, like the bottom of the ocean. So they create a, they create a oil, uh, like a what do you call an oil refinery above the monster, so they can like observe it. And they end up taking parts of the monster. They end up taking basically the seeds of the monster, and that's what they use in their slush show. So the slush show <laughs> is literally the seeds of Cloverfield.
1: So it's Cloverfield semen yeah Good to know because
0: like, there's even stuff like there's like hints where there's like a, a viral there's like this video that's like an advertisement for slush show, and like one of the one of the people are saying like, "Oh, it makes my stomach explode with happiness, and what happens in that movie? <laughs> the, the girl gets bit by one of the like the, the parasites and she explodes. So and so, basic and basically, happens that they poke at it too much. It awakens. There's like actual. There's actually like news footage of the sh- of the thing going down, and you see the monster under the ocean, like poking at it. And that happens like I think like a week or two before the events of the first movie. So essentially, says so that it's slowly making it its way towards New York, and then that's when the first movie happens. Okay. And then you have Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is just presumably now based on what we know in this movie it's its own separate universe where in that in that ARG uh John Goodman's character he also worked he worked for the satellite company uh at Tagorato Uncle Chuck uh what Uncle Chuck (laughs) yes Uncle Chuck and he he basically finds, like, because he works there, he finds, like, the aliens coming to Earth. So that's what makes him go crazy, make the bunker, and that's what drives, mm-hmm. his, like, his family away from him, which leads to him getting more crazy. So that's kind of, like, the film's explanation of, like, why he built that, how he knows about it, why he went nuts this way. And that's that's their, like, big, like, connection. He's so
1: fucking good. The the fact that he was not nominated for an Oscar is like fuck you, Academy Awards. He won a you don't, Sa- you don't know, sure.
0: He won a Saturn Award. Does that count?
1: Good. You know he fucking he deserved. He was so fucking good in that movie.
0: He has never been nominated for an Oscar. That's a shame.
1: That's a shame. He was Fred fucking Flintstone, you fucks. How dare
0: you? Speaking of him, what what's really interesting because I didn't even know the first time. This is like when I looked up all those videos to find out that Donald Logue's character is Mark Stambler and John Goodman's character and is Howard Stambler. So he's the bruh in this universe. He's the brother. And also the, the woman that he's talking to that and the news anchor he's talking to is the woman in Tanglefield lane. That's knocking on the door, trying to get in. That's like, has all the diseases. (laughs) Nice. So it's like all these little connections that are like, Connecting like the yeah, Tagarato and all those like the Kelvin and the Slusho and all there are all these little connections that are kind of like telling you that these are all connected in some way, but not completely. And so the whole idea that though these are all alternate universes and different things happening in each alternate universe, that I, I kind of think that I kind of think that's idea. That that is kind of an interesting idea. That yeah, this particle acceler- accelerator ripped open fabrics so, of. Fabrics in space and time everywhere, which is why I'm like, so yeah, so we got the 2008 with Cloverfield, 2016 with the aliens, uh, 2028 with the big aliens in Paradox, uh, Overlord in 1944. If they want to retroactively say that Super 8 is a Cloverfield movie, they really can They they can because of the alien that takes place in like 1979. So now I'm like, uh, can we get a 50s Cloverfield movie, a 60s, an 80s, a 90s? Like, I honestly want them to do that. Just go through every decade and just make a Cloverfield movie and like just see what they can do. Like get a different monster, get like a different like whether it is the Cloverfield monster or a different alien or whatever. Just just go and do that. And I'm like like that. That sounds like a really interesting and fun idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just just make the the scripts more like Ten Cloverfield Lane with you know this the actual character and motivation.
0: Over- Overlord is the first one of these that was written and shot with the intention of being a Cloverfield movie. So,
1: well, well obviously, um, aside from aside from the first one,
0: yeah, well, yeah, sounds so, Well, even then, they didn't know what a Cloverfield movie was supposed to be.
1: Well, I think at that point. I mean, it's 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 weird how how this um, the Cloverfield as a franchise has taken on. This this concept because originally you know back in the day a lot of people they had said they had toyed with the idea of making a sequel that was just and I, I think we talked about this in our commentary that was just the events of the first movie but from someone else's perspective um I you know I I would I would still be open to that I, I would be open to like maybe maybe for, for the last Cloverfield movie or you know one of the upcoming sequels they once again do the it's the monsters attack and it's someone else's point of view and maybe find out more information type of thing Um, although i guess now they so 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 the so paradox is the fact that you know it opened up all this shit when the monsters came does that does that change the, all, that, all that backstory you, you said about the first movie, or was that just, like...
0: No, I, I assume that that still means that, yeah, they, they it opened up, like, yeah, it opened up the monster underneath the ocean, which led to Tagarato poking around with it, which led to it waking up and going... It just, it didn't... It, the difference is that it doesn't immediately attack. In, in the original Cloverfield, it still technically works because the monster comes out from under the ocean. It just doesn't immediately go to attack. So it's, like, you can still kind of see, like, with the aliens, it's, like, the aliens, yeah, they show up, and then they start, they, yeah, they they make it over, and then... I think the only one where it's really spontane, spontaneous is this movie, where it's just kind of, like, it happens, and then immediately the aliens show up.
1: Yeah, because there's just, like, there's just, like, fucking explosions and crazy shit like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, suddenly giant monster attacking the city, Wait. And then I think – because I remember, yeah, there's the shot when they're going down and you see the earth and there's like the big like pile of like red and stuff. I think that was supposed to assume like, oh, yeah, that's all the destruction. Because at first I was like, oh, I thought it was only supposed to be one monster. But it's like, oh, no, you mentioned that there were multiple monsters of different sizes. So I'm like, huh. Which now – because I'm like, they probably aren't going to do it. But I'm like, I kind of wish we could see – I kind of wish we could kind of – like I was going to say like a monster, like a, a Clover, uh, I know, I, I got it. I know what, like, I know what the final Cloverfield movie should be. Cloverfields. <laughs> just a whole either that or crisis on Cloverfield earths. <laughs> just have a whole bunch of Cloverfields like fucking about either in space or on earth or whatever. And just, just go, okay. Just go mad. Just, just, oh, just do. go create, create insanity.
1: We need we need to we need to get a we need paramount to get a deal with uh, Warner Brothers, so we can have a big crossover on Destroy All Cloverfields, where we get Godzilla and King Kong and Rodan and Mothra and King Ghidorah to join together to fight the giant fucking Cloverfield monster, which is half the size of the Earth.
0: That would be that would be amazing.
1: I th- I think in that fight I think Godzilla would win because food from what we see doesn't really have any like special attacks. It's just a giant monster like Godzilla's mm-hmm. atomic breath would most likely destroy that thing in six seconds.
0: Well, it depends on how strong it actually is. Well, well, the the baby we know got destroyed by like. Well it got yeah, it got struck by, by a bunch of
1: bombs. No it didn't. Well uh, maybe, so far, maybe we don't far. we've been over this. The the end of the credits has if it has that little like weird audio. If you replay it it says it's it's still alive.
0: Yeah, true. Well it says help us help us normally and then if you do it backwards it says it's still alive. So it's, still,
1: it's a lion. It's a Botron movie.
0: <laughs> it's a it's it's a lie I saw it, it's a lion, it's huge. <laughs>
1: I want them to make a Voltron movie, but it's set in the Cloverfield universe. That's no Stefan. That that's what the last movie has to be. Voltron comes together to defeat the giant fucking Cloverfield monster.
0: Uh, let's say, uh, well, that that's that, that that's DreamWorks, which is owned by Universal, and Universal also owns Pacific Rim. So there you go. That, that's your connection. There you go. So we, you got to get Universal we... to work with Paramount. <laughs> Universal, and War- Paramount, and Warner Brothers—you put all your giant monsters together. Do and something to- and
1: Toho, just so we can get Shin Godzilla in with American Godzilla. There you go.
0: It which all that te- works. well toho, which is well technically that'd be Funimation because Funimation has the, is the English uh, distribution rights. So yeah, put them all <laughs> put them all together. Like, let me see who who doesn't have a giant. Uh, does Disney have a giant monster? Uh,
1: just their corporation in general.
0: Ha. <laughs> Uh, say, uh, anything in Fox, anything, yeah, cause now they own Fox. Okay,
1: Disney, just... Disney has the Rancor,
0: so we'll put the <laughs> Rancor in as well. I was about to say, is there any, does Fox have any giant, uh... Uh,
1: the Alien Queen, but it's, that, That's like, not big, s- that's like the... It, well, it's big, it's big compared to humans, like, it's, but like, something like Godzilla would just step on that thing. I don't think Fox has any kind of giant monsters.
0: So Sigourney Weaver could beat the shit out of... The Alien Queen.
1: (laughs) I want to see Sigourney Weaver in a Power Lotus suit fighting Clover once, though. In a a Jaeger. (laughs) That's the sequel we need.
0: Yes. Make it happen. (laughs) Who who are we missing? Does Sony have any monsters?
1: Uh, Venom, who they seem to be afraid to show people,
0: (laughs) which isn't a good sign. They they didn't finish... Like is Venom a Cloverfield movie? (laughs) Is Life a Venom pre? Is Life a Cloverfield prequel?
1: (laughs) I love that the writers of Life were like, "Yeah, sure, it's a Venom prequel. That's fine. Sure, why not?"
0: You'll you'll see more of you'll see more of a green goop in watching that than you will in the teaser.
1: Gee, yeah, that Venom teaser was was very underwhelming.
0: It was bad. I,
1: this, is the, this is the first time I've ever heard you say anything was bad, Stephen. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, my friend.
0: I can say things are bad. I just don't like talking <laughs> about the things that I don't like. That's why I'm talking about this because I like it.
1: You know, it wasn't. You know, I don't, I, you know, um, I can't say I will ever feel the need to revisit it, but I enjoyed it. You know, it wasn't wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but I've seen far worse. I liked they had a nice atmosphere um production design was great um, the acting was good the script could have used a bit more work the only thing i didn't like which felt like manufactured tension in, in the third act is when the woman from the alternate world goes to start killing people yeah and i, I was just like uh, just like, uh, like we don't need this
0: like Excellent. I underst I understand her motive, like the whole like oh she wants to keep the ship here because her Earth is dying because they never got it to work, but she like she because she's so cold and like un like unemotive like the whole movie and then she generally goes like yeah I'll kill her it's just kind of like oh we're doing this again okay yeah. Like I'm glad at least like yeah, would... I'm, I'm I'm glad at least like if it, if it was if it was everyone died except for the main one except for the main girl then I would have been like uh but I like the fact that Daniel Bruhl survived like Daniel Bruhl still survived so it's like okay so it's like that that's something that, that's a that's a change at least because normally like they would kill everyone
1: they they would they would but Black Panther decided he should live so that's why he was allowed to stay alive in this one
0: <laughs> I've uh... learned
1: I've learned you're not gonna die today. <laughs>
0: Uh, then which is funny because that woman is the villain is the villain in Guardians 2 uh, the oh, the, hi- oh, the high priestess
1: oh the gold woman oh really
0: yeah Elizabeth Debicki
1: damn we got like Guardian people we got the bad guy from Civil War we got Skylar from Thor 2 this is a freaking regular Marvel Cinematic Universe which reunion is,
0: who, who, el- who else is in the movie uh, we got uh, of
1: course well John Ortiz our, our friend Johnny <laughs> the, uh,
0: the David I don't think yeah David Oyelowo he's not I don't think he's in any M- MCU movie yet. he was he was the he was the dickhead in uh, he was the uh, in Rise of the Planet of the Apes uh,
1: although the, the score by Bear McCreary he does the music for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or at least in season one so there you go. right it all it all comes together. Google,
0: actually... uh, Gugu uh She's in a bunch of. Dis- she was in uh, the live-action Beauty and the Beast. I think she's in a Wrinkle in Time. She, she yeah. She uh, does. She's in a bunch of Disney stuff right now.
1: I, I'm quickly going through all the actors on Wikipedia to see if anyone else was in a, was in a. Uh, I Marvel I thought
0: movie. I thought that the husband was the guy from from Get Out, and he's in Black Panther. So I thought that was going to be another one, but it's like no, it's a different guy.
1: Damn it! Everyone's ruining our shit. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, you know, I would, I would, you know, if 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 you have a passing interest in in decent uh, sci-fi movies, um, or if if you you know if you're really into the the kind of uh, linked multiverse that is the Cloverfield uh, film series. Give it a go um again I, I i can't i can't really say I don't agree or see where all the negative reviews are coming from. I just happen to enjoy it more i guess mm-hmm. than a lot of those reviews but i mean um you know I, I I completely understand why people wouldn't like this movie you know i again i think the the biggest flaw is it is its script um, yeah. i think the the uh, more attention could have been made to the characters but again also um what i, what I was saying about, about netflix so apparently uh paramount um you know owns the 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 uh, cl- you know cloverfield series they've released the first two movies and some of the scuttlebutt i've been uh reading on various sites and uh, twitter feeds which again maybe all complete bollocks but apparently um Paramount knew the movie wasn't very good I guess due to the test screenings that weren't very positive which may be why you know JJ and everyone added in all, all that all that monster shit at the last second to a, trying to appease fans but apparently um, Paramount did not want to spend the money to you know on the marketing and printing it on in cinemas uh, and that type of thing and so when Netflix stepped in and said we'll buy the uh, distribution rights and just whack it online paramount well it's fucking perfect because then it, it saved them the trouble of having to, to do anything and of course because of the way Netflix's um Netflix's uh, retention uh, and data w- works we, no one really knows how many people watch Netflix or how what's viewed more than others you know generally speaking Netflix will just say oh this you know uh, performed to expectations It exceeded expectations or occasionally with things like Luke Cage um uh, the website will just you know stop working which is you, which is then you can tell oh this was successful because it crashed netflix um, <laughs> i i uh, did not did not experience that with Clover paradox uh, myself but um based on on how the movie is i i think i can see that being true how paramount was like yeah i'd rather not with this let's let's see if we can get it elsewhere so i'm not sure if if um what, what's the new movie coming out stefan
0: uh well the next movie coming out is it's set for october they they could easily push it back because god particle was supposed to come out in, in october like you know it was supposed to come out in october then it was pushed to february then it was pushed to april and then it was like oh no it's coming out in february So they could easily push it, like, back, but as of right now, Overlord is set for October, and the current – the plot synopsis is it's in 1944, the day before D-Day, and a bunch of soldiers end up upon a Nazi camp where they discover some supernatural stuff going on. The apparent – the original synopsis of it said that it was uh, Nazi zombies, but they've changed it to be supernatural like, they've removed the zombies in it, so maybe something changed. Maybe they're keeping a secret, but well, some, something goes on before D-Day.
1: That's smart, because nothing will ever be Dead Snow, the greatest zombie Nazi movie ever made. Right. Um, so, what's the point? So, yeah, I they'll probably have some, like, voodoo shit, or, like, I, we'll probably see a Clover monster at some point, but I wonder, <laughs> if, I wonder if that one will go to Netflix as well, or I wonder if, if Paramount will actually... Uh, release that themselves
0: uh paramount has said that they are releasing it like the netflix thing with this was basically just like kind of like what you mentioned jj abrams was like he was thinking he was like oh what what's the best way to market this and he was like why don't we put it on netflix like we just drop it on netflix and paramount was like yeah sure whatever like he's like they're they're like yeah sure because netflix is going to give us like 50 million so yeah yeah we'll we'll get money from that like again
1: i doubt dude i i uh paramount would not have agreed to that if they thought this movie would make money so they paramount clearly had no faith in well, this movie, here, which is why they allowed that to happen
0: but here's the thing this isn't the first this isn't the first instance of paramount dumping something on netflix like be- before this was announced uh there's the whole the whole controversy with uh, uh annihilation which is coming out later like i think yeah later this month where it's a. Uh, God, I forget the director's name. But it's the one that Natalie Portman stars in. That the high comps high concepts a science fiction film. Uh, apparently, Paramount's ba- Paramount essentially like this film is going to be too smart for people, so they sold they sold the international they sold the international rights to Netflix. So it's not going to be coming out in theaters in other countries, but only in the states. So that's kind of that's kind of very controversial to people, especially because the reviews just came out and it's like glowing reviews, like everyone's loving it. So it's you, kind of If like, you
1: think a movie is going to be too smart, why would America be the one country you release it in cinemas for?
0: Probably because it's like if, if they if, because if they dumped it onto Netflix, like especially after putting so much money into that, they're like're like, we need to try to get some money back. And no, I don't it's, think... it's,
1: it's just crazy that you'd think the the country that has a reputation for having to dumb down their movies for audiences. Is the one is the one place where you release your you know the movie that you see is too smart, for instance, like why the fuck would you not release that in Europe? Well, like like they're known for like pretentious high concept movies,
0: especially because Paramount probably more than any other studio right now. I think they're I think they're doing the worst. Like they've been having bomb after bomb, and it's like outside of outside of like they have got Mission Impossible is like think they're really only guaranteed success right now.
1: I think that they have do they have Transformers?
0: They have Transformers, but the last Transformers didn't do so well.
1: I'd hope you know, let's hope Bumblebee does well. Uh, has,
0: uh, it, no. Well, it's a it's a good director, so probably I, I'm I'm hopeful that Bumblebee's gonna be good because it's it's the creator the creator of Leica is doing it. It it there's he's I'd be shocked if it ended up turning bad because all of this stuff has been excellent, and then
1: yeah, I mean, trust me, trust me. I want nothing more than Transformers movies that aren't laughably pathetic. But um, if if you know if if Michael Bay and his team are still involved, that does not fool me. With, with they uh, they aren't good other concepts.
0: than they aren't other than they just a contractually obligated executive producer role. So we'll just have to see. Just Paramount, like, like, that. that's that's why it's the whole, like, oh, Paramount has Cloverfield. Like, I still think Cloverfield Paradox on name alone would have made back, like, I think it would have made at least the $50 million, but I guess I guess they just didn't want to take the risk, because Paramount's, like... What did like, we, 10 we, we,
1: Cloverfield Lane make?
0: It made... I'm gonna... Oh,
1: yeah, okay, also, so 10 Cloverfield Lane made $110, but off a $15 million budget. I think... If if the budget was if the budget was like twenty million, Paramount probably would have released it.
0: Yeah, but, but I, I, think... I don't know,
1: man. Because I think I I, I mean, Chain Cloverfield Lane got amazing reviews. This yeah. did not, and yes, I th- I mean, it does have the name Cloverfield, but I don't think that name really. I don't think it carries as much weight as Paramount may think it does. I mean, it is it is a name people know. But it's it's you know it's aside two movies one from like ten years ago which uh, you know which I think most people kind of enjoyed but it was at the end of the day which was just a giant monster movie and then you had and take Cloverline uh, which um, which you know, it made 110 million which which is a, is a lot of money but uh, you know not that. Not not like in in the grand scheme of things not that many people saw so i'm just like i don't know if the cloverfield brand is as strong as they think it is
0: but also i think that's still more money than they would have gotten if they called it the seller to be honest
1: I oh th- yeah totally and yeah. totally. you know I, I, which 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 i have to i have to point out my own hypocrisy the reason i saw it was the name cloverfield so i guess i am talking completely yeah we, we, shit, all,
0: we think, all did uh, yeah
1: yeah, um, but I just I just don't think in any the grand scheme of things, the Cloverfield brand is, is that strong, um, especially after the, like this game. Which ultimately I liked Paradox, but um, if this was the last Cloverfield movie, I would not feel bad.
0: I, I I would kind of feel because I'm like how how they ended it. I'm like if you're gonna I I I feel like how I feel like. Uh... I'm, I'm just kind of like, ending it like that, it's just kind of, especially because this movie is like, at least to me, the weakest. I'm like, come on, like, at least give us one more, like, at least like, see if you can do it one more time. Like, give us like, see, like let, let's see whatever Clover, like, let, let's see whatever Clover Lord ends up being. And if that ends up being good, then it's like, yeah, keep on going. But if that ends up not doing like about, if that ends up being on par with Paradox, then I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe put it on pause for a little bit.
1: Or just go back to finding better spec scripts. True. Like he did with Tank I guess you know, Tank Cloverfield and God Particle were both like kind of spec scripts. So
0: But Overlord wasn't. Overlord written was written to be a Cloverfield movie, so
1: Yeah, I would probably if if that one tanks, um, Paramount may be like fuck this franchise.
0: Especially because like they they're 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 out. They're well I don't think they'll say fuck this franchise because they're kind of low on franchise at the moment. Like they've got Star Trek, like Star Trek's kind of in a weird place right now because JJ Abrams over doing Star Wars. They've got yeah the Cloverfield stuff. Mission well, well,
1: Impossible. Well, mean, well, I mean, like Abrams not being there doesn't mean anything because he wasn't really a part of three. I've, I think it's just because Beyond did not perform what they expected it to, which is why they haven't. They didn't go straight into making them before.
0: Well, it's also because Bad Robot still produces. They st- even though he doesn't direct, Bad Robot still produces, so it's still like there's it's... there's still Bad Robot's uh, hand in there. So you got. That's with... still
1: the stupidest name for a production company. <laughs> like like rewatching The Force Awakens, the fact that you fucking see the Bad Robot logo, I'm like, oh no. I love that. I love,
0: dumb dumb that a... I love that robot. I love that robot. It's
1: it's such a fucking dumb name for a production company. I love it. It's so bad.
0: I mean, the, I've I've seen worse. I've seen worse production companies. Like I've seen worse like director production <laughs> companies. They're just kind of like, I don't I don't know what you're supposed to say. And yeah, you got Mission Impossible, Transformers. Uh, they're uh. Well, I was gonna say they're animated stuff, but no, not really. Their animated stuff isn't doing so well. Yeah, who's
1: I've, who's Fast and the Furious? Is that Paramount? Or is that Universal? That's Universal. Oh, Universal fucking rolling in the money with that franchise. Yeah, Universal
0: rolling. Really, yeah. Well, they've got Fast and Furious. They've got everything. Illuminations doing. They got Jurassic World. It's like yeah, Universal's oh, yeah. like set. Par- yeah, Paramount is uh, also because Paramount's had a lot of bombs. Like they had stuff like stuff like downsizing that like they put a lot of money into <laughs> and that didn't do so well.
1: <laughs> oh, who'd have guessed? Who'd have guessed that movie would have bombed? And
0: then you got like. Trying to, a lot of their other movies that they had also they don't have like they used to have Marvel, not anymore. They used to have DreamWorks, not anymore. Yeah. They have right. they have Sonic now.
1: Oh God, kill me, please. Um so essentially what we're saying is that Paramount is gonna be the next company that, that no, when I I thought it went to Sony. Oh,
0: remember Sony was developing at first, but now oh, the gotcha, Sony got rid gotcha. of it and now Paramount has it.
1: Well now I'm depressed. I have to go oh yeah, and Paramount also did servers. Mother.
0: Paramount also did Mother. So I, I think that's they, they they gave that money to Darren Ar- Darren Aronofsky to basically do whatever the fuck he wanted. So you got to <laughs> give him something like that. But they also did Ghost in the Shell and Baywatch, so you got to take some points away. <laughs> Don't forget about uh. Monster Trucks.
1: God, I love that post about what the original design was. <laughs>
0: like that, that, that's, just... that's scarier than the Cloverfield monster.
1: But I love that post. It was just like kids were like screaming and running out of, of the test screening because they were so scared of the fucking stupid monster.
0: <laughs> you you saw what it looked like. It's scary.
1: It's fucked up. It is. <laughs> it's like who thought that was appropriate for a children's movie? It's great. I want to I meet that person and shake their hand because they're fucking insane. <laughs>
0: But at least we, we can all know that the next Cloverfield movie after Overlord is going to be the Your Name remake. <laughs> <laughs> because because Bad Robot's doing it, and that's another oh. movie about space and time being ripped apart.
1: Oh my god. God, it's going to end with a fucking food monster destroying it it's, instead of instead of the fucking meteor. It's the food monster destroying <laughs> that
0: town. I, I, I want that to happen because so many people will be pissed off and I will just laugh. I will laugh all the way oh my God. somewhere.
1: <laughs> I I have no interest in seeing that remake because I'm sure it would be terrible, but... I would watch it, you know i I think like everything I, I, I said about would not care about this franchise you put the fucking Clover food monster in your name and I will not see it ten times <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: on that note, i think i think we'll we'll call it a day um again, i think I, ultimately both of both of us did enjoy Clover food paradox, but um you know what i you know as much as i i'm gonna i'm gonna take back what i said at the, at the beginning, just thinking about it more. I probably would agree with you and rank this below the first one because at least the first one knows what it is like I don't I don't love the execution but it 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 doesn't there's no with the exception of the last shot there's no like forced meddling after the fact to like make try and make the first movie something it's not um
0: there is so there is something write this. Yeah. Uh, something uh, like I, I that I, w- I was thinking about like after watching the movie and thinking about it like I kind of wanted to like write an article or do a video that was like a very clickbaity the genius behind the Cloverfield particle because I have no idea if, I doubt this wasn't completely intentional but I kind of th- find it interesting that the movie titled The Cloverfield Paradox is a. Itself a Cloverfield paradox. It yeah. is a movie about characters to t- using a particle center a particle accelerator beam to rip open the fabric of space and time, which results in them literally being eaten alive because there aren't somewhere where there are somewhere where they're spo- not supposed to be. And we have a movie that's two different movies essentially fused together, like a Cloverfield movie eating apart the God Particle movie. <laughs> Until yeah. it's basically nothing, and then the monster shows up. Like, you essentially have this movie that is kind of fundamentally broken, yep. but it's broken in such a way that it almost feels like, it almost feels kind of perfect. Like...
1: <laughs> I wouldn't go that far.
0: Not perfect in the sense that the execution was perfect, but in the fact that, like, this movie about characters breaking stuff and suffering for it mm-hmm. is literally about the move is literally a movie... Mm-hmm where things are being broken to fit a narrative that they are trying to craft. Like they are shoving in all the Cloverfield references and putting them in when you're like, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel like that's supposed to be there or that wasn't originally there. And when you have like it all together and when you think about it, I just kind of feel like it not intentional, but oddly it, it has a weird charm to it. And that's why I say the movie's interesting. Like I wouldn't say the movie's great or bad or like how good it really is, but it's like, it's something worth looking over and examining, like doing some kind of autopsy on to be like, what does this mean? Why is this, why was this put exactly this way? And does it say anything about this universe that they've essentially, that they've essentially created? by yeah, I mean, unleashing th- the monsters.
1: Th- this movie would be a, a you know a, a great candidate to dissect to kind of see how not to try and force a a. I mean, this is kind of the, this on on some level this this kind of has the same issues with the uh, DC movies do where they try and shoehorn in shit to try and make it like a, a expanded universe where it's not needed.
0: But to, at least with the DC movies, it's like you can obviously tell those were those were meant to be put in there they just don't work in like story structure yeah. with this is clear like it's a movie they made first and then in reshoots they turned it into like a cloverfield movie so it's like just like how the ship is being eaten apart by being fused with the other ship you have these two movies eating at each other when you they're have... not supposed to be there
1: you have J. J. Abrams trying to eat apart God particle while placating Paramount by making this movie appeal to the highest, uh, you know, the highest amount of people by shoehorning in monsters where they don't belong. Sunrise, and, sunset,
0: and also you kind of feel like because they put it on Netflix, you feel like they probably could have pushed it. Like in in retrospect, it's like if if this was always going to be on Netflix, couldn't like they could then it could have been R because like the PG thirteen rating kind of. It kind of doesn't make everything hit hurt as much as it could have. Like, well, t-
1: technically, because it's on Netflix, it's not rated PG thirteen. It's just rated like uh, TVMA.
0: Yeah, but it's like if it was on Netflix, then they could get away with like put, going full out like a, a, what a movie theater R would be. And it's like if if they were gonna do that, then it probably would have felt more. I don't know. Would you call it like satisfying? Maybe. But it's like overall, it wasn't I, a I it wasn't a huge bother. But it's like something. That's I don't about.
1: think so. I think I think I I would have preferred a more coherent script over than just like more able to have more violence and bad language. Um that's I would have true. preferred better written characters. But <laughs> yeah. But um, thank you all for joining us. I'm sure Stefan and I will return once uh, Cloverfield Four um, is revealed, and 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 maybe that movie will. Uh, will uh what the fuck am i trying to say maybe maybe that that um uh, fourth movie will prove the paradox of whether a cloverfield movie written from scratch will work better than one that is just cobbled together with shitty uh reshoots and a shoehorned monster
0: give but us cloverfield I... monsters in world war Two. <laughs> give us nazi clovers Give us, give us... <laughs> oh my
1: god, give us the global monster with this mustache. Please, please, I'll see it ten times.
0: Thank you for listening to an FTCR podcast. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple
1: Podcasts.